Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion, and we grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. This week, we are joined by our friends Meg and Andrew. Guys, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you? Doing good. You you guys picked what show we're watching today, so let our listeners know what are we about to watch. Uh, yeah, we decided to go with Ren and Stimpy, Nickelodeon classic. An absolute classic. I'm super excited to be doing this because this was one of my favorite shows growing up. How about you, Lee? Yeah, yeah, I am so excited. Yeah, this was one of my favorite shows growing up as well. I don't remember the last time I watched it, though. It could, could be like a decade and more since i last watched it yeah it's been a quite a long time but i'm super excited to watch it again it's definitely been a hot minute uh how about you guys when was the last time you watched this thing um for me when they do the reruns on nickelodeon is when i uh last saw it yeah what is that channel called they have the one that's just all kind of like the 90s or it's like a block of time that's like the 90s retro you know what i'm talking about is it the yeah, 90s or yeah. all that Maybe it is, yeah. I thought they oh, had yeah, like yeah. a dedicated 90s section at some point, and they play reruns like that, yeah. I know at one point they had a like hour or two long thing called the 90s or all that. I don't know if they're still doing it, because that was like goddamn a decade ago at this point. But I know at one point they were doing that. Yeah, I unfortunately, we don't get to watch as much TV as we want anymore. But uh, yeah, I remember seeing it within like the last 10 years and being really excited about it because it had probably been 10 years before that <laughs> that yeah, right. I had seen it. So uh, yeah. just few and far between since it originally came out. Then it was, you know, when, as, as the episodes were coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited. This is one of the episodes I've wanted to do for a long time. Cause I love Ren and Stimpy, but also I'm very curious to see how I handle it as an adult. Um, knowing now what i know about the creator and everything i'm yeah. curious to see like what if it colors my opinion i guess we'll yeah. we'll see Any we will definitely talk about that later things here yeah, with a different lens now <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see if i still love it as much as i used to um so why don't we why don't we put this thing on and see what we think yeah All sounds right, cool. like a plan cool Let me just say, when I suggested Ren and Stimpy, that was not <laughs> what I remembered. Uh, <laughs> I mean, watching it, yeah, it is. I remember it always being kind of demented mm. and, you know, having, having you know, heard things since, like you had said, um, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, man, I can't believe I was, like, watching that in elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, yeah. that yeah, was I'm like get... you know i was so small i was sitting indian style on the carpet in front of the tv you know on yeah. a regular basis watching every single time yeah you said when we were when we were watching it like that was the first time you'd seen a butt on tv and, and i think you're right like that that was yeah that was what set ren and stimpy apart um, was they did kind of do more adult e ish things absolutely um, in a kids cartoon. Um, yeah, 
definitely. Um, <laughs> I, I find it weird that Ren had cheeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like legit cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember them specifically in the Happy Happy Joy Joy episode, like dancing, like yeah. his butt cheeks, yeah. doing their own little dance. Yeah. It's like a whole thing with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning, like coming right into it, I. I laughed a lot in the first like five minutes, like when the goldfish got up. That, lit a oh, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> that was like yeah. so solid. I was so ready to be like, I still love this, even though everything I learned. The rest of the episode gave me so much anxiety. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. I literally at one point was just looking at my husband next to me with like my mouth open, like, "What are we watching?" Like, I kind of remember <laughs> yeah, feeling was... that way before, though. Like, it is a very tense show the way his like humor is it kind of reminded me of like when you're watching like looney tunes with like roadrunner and well yeah it was kind of like kind of gave me that kind of vibes because like that looney tunes always gave me that much anxiety so yeah it kind i kind of can see where they got their influences from well both are very violent yeah (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. now just to go through some of the facts about the show the show was created by a dude named john chris felucci i'm probably going to call him john k for the rest because i hate pronouncing chris felucci over and over again (laughs) um he's the guy who wrote the theme song and the animation was done by a company called spum spumco oh and familiar the founder of spumco John Chris Felucci. It's the John Chris Felucci wrote this entire goddamn show. It's it's all him. This is really his his um his pet project, and um, yeah, this is very much his sense of humor. He he was heavily inspired by, and I cannot remember his name right now, but the guy who created Looney Tunes. It's gonna hit me as soon as we stop recording. But yeah, he was heavily influenced by that guy, so that doesn't no, that, that, that definitely makes sense. That, that was the vibes you were getting from. Yeah. Him. Um, this is one of three cartoons that was launched by by Nickelodeon. Does anyone else remember the other two? Oh yeah, the original that's, Nicktoons. That's Nicktoons. That's uh, Rugrats, which arguably yep. is the best cartoon of all time. And I would go with the other one personally. Do you think Doug? I mean, I, I love Doug. I Doug, do have a very uh, soft spot for Doug. Doug yeah. was like the emo Nicktoon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I identify so much with Doug because I am Doug yeah. in yeah. so many ways. But he, he was like yeah. the everyman. Everyone's supposed yeah. to see themselves in Doug. Donald this has like some words about Rugrats. He does not like Rugrats. Yeah, I was never <gasps> really, really into Rugrats. Yeah. I, I, I love Rugrats. He just does not. Oh, was man. Was it Dill? Well, I'm talking pre-Dilly. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I I don't really know what it was. And I, I mean, there's something very unappealing about the art style of Doug, of Doug, of Rugrats, but that's not what it is for me because this show is repulsive and I love it. So it's <laughs> yeah, not that they're like, I don't know. I just, I never really got into them. And maybe it was because like, I was a little older when, when Rugrats came out. So like a show about babies was not talking to me, but... Well, there's a reboot you should definitely check out then because they're going to be having like CGI visual Rugrats, but the same voices as mm-hmm. the original cartoon, That's pretty cool. which yeah. I cannot wait to show my daughter and be like, hey, I watched practically the same thing, <laughs> but yeah. this is like updated for your eyes, you know, what you're used to seeing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited that they're also doing Rugrats escape rooms in King of Prussia and in Las Vegas. And it's basically it's called 
the one with the lost toy. So I'm super excited cool. to jump into the Rugrats r- world. Yeah, super oh, excited. I see a road trip. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be in Las Vegas in a couple weeks. We might try and do yeah, it. Yeah, we, we might. You might have to do that when we're there. Yeah. Yeah, I just always, there's something so fascinating about the way that children and babies think and their decision making processes and the things that set them off and the motivations. And I don't know why I've just always found that so fascinating. So to, to have other people kind of validate, you know, the thoughts that are probably go- that you think are going on in their head, I always just mm-hmm. found it like, hugely hilarious, uh, how dead on it, those, you know, uh, nuances that they pick up on are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yes, no, Doug. Oh, please, we we need to also someone please rave about Doug because I do. Didn't you and your your father Doug bond over that show? Yeah, <laughs> Doug and my father share the same name. Uh, I don't know. It was just uh, I, I don't know. I just love that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite thing from that show um, is pretty cliche, but it's uh, one of the Funko Pops that we have is uh, for Quail Man. We ha- we have him too. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have we have I, the I whole set for Doug. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. So we what was what was it? Um, pork chop as um, Quail Dog too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have Doug. We have Patty. We have uh, Pork Chop and Skeeter, and then we have Quail Man and Quail Dog. We got the whole nice. The whole yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we love Doug here. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. I think Doug was the first of the Nicktoons that we did on the podcast because it was around Halloween time and we did the the Halloween episode where they go into the haunted house. Yeah, uh, which is mm-hmm. solid. That was a really yeah, good yeah. episode. And then for um, oh, we did Rugrats too. That same yeah, set, it, yeah, we set. did that same we Halloween. Did the Halloween episode for yep. that too. Oh, nice. Yeah. And yeah. that Quailman always makes a solid Halloween costume. Yeah, it's easy yeah. peasy. Yeah, absolutely easy. Yeah, or Comic Con, whatever easy. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Now for uh, for Ren and Stimpy, we watched kind of a weird episode. It was season two, episode eight. But the reason why I picked it is because this was the actual pilot. They <laughs> created this and they were putting it in front of movies that they were releasing. That. Like if you had any of those orange VHSs, yeah. this might have been before the actual movie. Oh, you so bought. weird. So this was like before the show actually came out, this was what they were showing people. And it establishes how Ren and Stimpy get to their home and everything. Yeah, that That's, makes sense. That makes like sense. the origin story. Yeah. But it didn't actually air on the Ren and Stimpy show until oh. season two, episode eight. So, so people were probably super confused when they start watching it. You, I mean, I don't think it's a show that yeah. really needs a, a base-like line, but it's... Yeah. Honestly, the baseline confused me. You just made it click for me that that okay. is the origin story of how they got home. I was just yeah. like, what is this? Because I don't know. I, I never, I never, did they ever show the owner? Is he um, consistent throughout the series? I do not remember. That. I don't remember that either. No, I don't at all, right? The so- only reason why I knew who he was, and like I said earlier, this this research sent me down a rabbit hole. I watched an hour-long Howard Stern episode today from from 1995 because John Kay was on and he was promoting his next show oh, after he got fired thing. from um from Ren and Stimpy. I don't know why I was blanking on the show we literally just watched. Uh, after he got fired <laughs> from Ren and Stimpy, he was trying to make a George Licker show. Oh my god. Oh, wow. He thought Fox was going to buy it, but like now that I know that George Licker was an actual character in Rugrats, Rugrats. 
Ren and Stimpy? That would be there a weird was crossover. No way. Yeah. Fox was <laughs> <that> show. <laughs> George Licker babysitting. Not a good yeah. idea. Very <laughs> show. show ever. I just it just clicked for me though that that's how they got home. It never even dawned on me until today that Ren and Stimpy had owners. I feel like as a child, I almost viewed them as adults. Yeah, so yeah, that seems strange enough because they were doing such adult things. And yeah, they were smoking totally and like I didn't <laughs> view them as peers or pets. They were like adults, even though they were a chihuahua and a red cat. And yeah. seeing them as they like presented themselves to the public was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I never remember seeing that before. I yeah. I don't remember seeing that either. Yeah, I just remember Ren and Simpy. I don't remember the owners or really much of anything. I just remember them getting into all the mischief and everything. I thought, and I thought the show was just about them, but it yeah. was good. It was good to see like the owners in this episode. Yeah. Oh, just a regular old Chihuahua and a regular cat, <laughs> but red. Right. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I wrote down the cast for this show, but there's only two people. Um, Ren and George Licker was voiced by. Anyone want to guess? It sounded familiar. Wait, I John Chris Felucci. Yeah, I was going to say, Stimpy <laughs> over to me and over sounded again. familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ren was John Chris Felucci, <laughs> and Stimpy is probably one of my top five favorite actors of all time, Billy West. Oh, nice. Billy West is just the best. He's yeah. Fry. So many, yeah. yeah I just, I, all I could hear is Fry. Half of the guys yeah. from Futurama. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when you hear him talk like in interviews, he's, he's Fry. He really yeah. he just sounds yeah. like Fry. Yeah, yeah. I know um, Stimpy is now Fry, like as an adult. It's very strange because yeah. back then I did not know Fry. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Uh, he was also Doug, if you didn't know that. Oh. I oh, wow. I did know that. Did he change it at all or was it exactly the same? Doug's a little bit more timid than mm. Fry. But if you listen to them side by side, they're they're very similar. Huh. I have yeah. to listen to that. Yeah. Um now John Just thinking of Doug Patty Mayonnaise is such a great name. Just have to oh, put so that good. out in the universe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we did Doug and Patty for Halloween one year. Oh well that's such a good one. Yeah. 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 We don't normally do couples costumes, but that was like that that was Yeah. yeah. That merits one. I mean yeah. one of you can't be one without the other one. Exactly. It, jumping it, in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like peanut butter and jelly. It'd be weird without. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, John Kay, who voiced Ren for this episode, he would end up getting fired. Like, not let go, not... He was, like, unceremoniously fired. From, oh. From um, this show. And Billy West then voiced both Ren and Stimpy. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. The interesting thing about that is when Billy West was hired, he was hired to voice both Ren and Stimpy. They did that. They made like a thing to show the the network. The network bought the show with Billy West voicing Ren and Stimpy. And then John Kay said, I want to be Ren. It's my show. I want to be Ren. So he took over the role of Ren after Billy West had already right. like, signed on for it. Any interview you see with Billy West, he says, I was happy to have a job. So he wasn't mad, per se. So when John Kay got fired, it made sense that they would go back to what they originally planned for anyway. Um, so any of the episodes after season two, Ren and Stimpy are both Billy West. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I never knew that. I never... Um, they must have done a good job because I don't remember a voice change, you know? Oh, yeah, he's... 
Ren is Peter Lorre. Like that's that's he's they're doing a Peter Lorre voice. So like if yeah. you could do a Peter Lorre voice, I think can anyone can do Ren really. Yeah. So uh, and Billy West is like one of the best voice actors, so I'm sure he could do a Peter Lorre just fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously he did because I didn't notice until I started researching this a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, when John Kay left, he thought everyone would go with him. Oh. And Billy did not. Oh. And the blood is not good between them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this um, John Kay doesn't sound like he makes many friends along the way. No, he very much does not. And Billy West is like a career voice actor. He was like, I'm not burning my bridges and my career down because you can't get your timeline straight. He <laughs> very much did it. And then he took his character and the yeah, like I said, the blood was not good. Oh. Um so I had mentioned it. I watched an episode of Howard Stern today because I didn't know, but Billy West was on Howard Stern for oh, really? a long time. He was like the guy that sat in the background and made voices for them. Oh. Um, oh, like the crank caller? Yeah. Like all the weird voices that were on the Howard Stern show from, I think, 92 to 95 was Billy West. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. wow. Um, so they brought on John Kay in, um, in 1995. And they brought him on to pitch his new show, but they brought him on to really make Billy West feel like shit. Because they, like, brought him on. Yeah, it, I mean, it's Howard Stern. He's a shock yeah. jock. So, like, he brought him on to make this con- awkward confrontation between John Kay and Billy West because Billy West took his job. Yeah. I guess the, the, I would have thought um, that the, the John Kay and the Howard Stern would have been interesting enough on its own <laughs> without oh, yeah. the added drama. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now, in the whole the whole episode, they were kind of ragging on Billy. He quit shortly after. Oh. Um, he says it's not because of this, but he also doesn't speak highly of either of the two of them. So <laughs> there's that. You got to be pretty um, thick skin to work for Howard Stern. <laughs> you'd have to be. Yeah. He, he did like laugh it off a lot. But like I said, he quit shortly after. So, you know. Wow. Uh, I watched an interview with Billy West about that's how I knew it happens. I saw this interview first where Billy West talked about it and then I went and found the clip. But he was like, Yeah, and then I saw this asshole talking about John Kay. So I was like, Whoa. Wow. Blood is not good between yeah. them two. Um and that's fine because John Kay's a scumbag. We'll get to that. Um The show ran for five seasons on Nickelodeon. Yes. And then at some point it moved to MTV, right? Uh, Spike TV. Spike TV. Why do yeah, I think were there reruns on MTV? They definitely do reruns on MTV. Oh, yeah. I don't or know. Or did at one point. Yeah, they, yeah. They might. I don't. They know might what have. The yeah. Stuff runs. It, it could run anywhere. MTV yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Spike TV tried to reboot it like a new show. Oh, um, I remember that. But and John Kay yeah. wrote the new show. Billy West did not go back, so it was a different <laughs> Stimpy. Um. They ordered nine episodes, aired three, and then canceled it. Oh. They did air three. Yeah. Swing and a miss. Wow. Um, the, the general trend that I saw in all of that was John Kay's an insufferable douchebag to work with. <laughs> but was the stuff bad? Did people not like the new episodes? They hated them? They, they, weren't, they weren't good. They weren't as funny. And they were behind schedule. So it was like the one-two punch of you're not keeping up with the schedule we asked for, and we're not getting the ratings we wanted out of you. So I would like I would like to see the new the newer episodes since I haven't seen a lot of it yeah. just to compare it. But yeah, yeah, I'm curious. All six are out somewhere. We can okay. Yeah, maybe uh, we will do that for the an after. Visual is similar to like the it original was, series. 
It was like intentionally more adult oriented. Oh. So I mean, the show itself is pretty adulty already. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know what there, that means. Was there really anything? Was this the first adulty one that that was out there? You know, because now there's just so many. You know, Family Guy, South Park. It's like a whole yeah. different genre. But I was this the first? It might probably. Have been. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I do think so. If you look at like the trajectory of cartoons in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, cartoons were like just kind of bubblegum commercials. Right. that were on TV, they weren't really, like, hard-hitting, like, interesting shows. And then as you get into the 90s, you start getting, like, Doug, that's hitting interesting, like, social interactions yeah. and stuff with your characters. You start getting these more creator-driven shows. Okay. Right. And I do think Ren and Stimpy is the beginning of that. Mm. You know, you get Ren and Stimpy, but then after Ren and Stimpy, you get shows like... Rocco's Modern Life, yeah. shows like oh. Dexter's Lab, which was uh, yeah. written by Jenny Trezoskowski. Um, You get Powerpuff Girls, Craig McCracken. You get Family Guy, mm-hmm. Seth MacFarlane. Like, you then start getting shows that you actually associate with the authors, whereas right. before, again, 60s, 70s, 80s, I couldn't tell you who worked on any of those shows. Yeah. But I, I know the, these people because they, they put more of themselves in the cartoons. You could definitely tell, like, the st- their, their different styles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it I just it seems like they 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 actually like envisioned something more yeah. show than just a cartoon. Yeah. You know. To I sell guess you kind of have to give all three Nicktoons kind of a collective credit then for, for sure. breaking that ceiling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're very different, they all, you know, do have yeah. that in common and right. came out and, at the same time. That that moment and then moving forward, they the show stopped feeling like toy commercials. Yeah. You know, they start feeling like actual shows. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. That's it. So yeah. I guess we got to give John K. credit there. Yeah. Did yeah, you... th- those three original Nicktoon shows really did change the, the industry. Yeah. Did you pull any information about the animation? Yeah, it was done by him. Yeah. John K. was an animator. Oh, he so he was the animator as well? In the 80s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, was, what did I say? Um, Spunko was his company. Gotcha. But gotcha. Yeah, they did the animation. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I remember going to New York Comic Con every year and the uh illustrator was there and he's actually from new jersey yeah hmm. yeah yep. that's interesting yeah oh. so if he's the animator then he's the the mind behind powder toast man and and the log yep <laughs> i yeah. mean these it's, uh... it's it's weird because and for our listeners who don't know because i keep alluding to it john k is a scumbag he's a pedophile he's a raging dickhole. Let's let's just say that. But it's really weird because like his humor is so formative for yeah. me. Yeah, like, I grew up loving this show, and a lot of like my humor comes from this show. Mm. So I feel very weird revisiting it because like the guy who gave me my sense of humor is like a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel um. <sighs> Yeah, you feel guilty laughing at it now. Right? Yeah. yeah, you do. And I just feel like weird because like I feel connected to the show, but then that means I feel connected to this really scummy person that uh, I don't want to feel connected to. It's but just here so we are. hard. That, that's just so hard to separate that. Yeah. Yeah, and more and more that you know is a. It's funny. I just asked Andrew about that the you know the other the other day about you know. It's hard, you know, what did you do to stop watching things or stop listening to things? You know, it's, yeah, it's... It's a fine line. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I certainly, I certainly won't be watching anything John does with his career moving forward, but he doesn't really seem like he's doing anything with his career moving forward. <laughs> it seems forward like nobody wants to work with I him, probably for like, good reason. <laughs> I feel like before the allegations came out, because that was only like 2017 that that kind of became public knowledge. But even before that, nobody wanted to work with that dude. After like 2010, his credits took a real dip because he just burned every bridge that he went across. So yeah, I mean, after a while, that catches up with you. Yeah. 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 It's a shame because he was a visionary as far as, you know, this cartoon is concerned. You know, I think there's something to be said about that. I think that there's some sort of there's some sort of creative genius that comes with some really troubled people sometimes yeah, you know that's true um i don't know just different way of seeing things different perspective of the world i guess um and it's weird it's weird when you can relate to that but you don't want to relate to the person yeah <laughs> you yeah, know it's... so um i know what you mean it's yeah it's hard to you know to sing you know, the happy happy joy joy when it's like oh that guy was weird you know <laughs> yeah um but yeah yeah you know um i guess if anything it just it teaches you another lesson in adult life right you know yeah. that things change you know you learn new things you you grow as a person you take that information and make new decisions and you know <laughs> yeah don't like you said don't support anything going forward but um yeah you know hold hold separately a place to to have these nice memories of you know just like watching tv as a kid yeah. because um man nickelodeon in the 90s was all all i ever wanted to watch you know Same. Uh, nicktoons snick was life you know yes I mean, like yeah. just i remember pizza and tgif was friday and yep. you know snick saturday and that was just your weekends you know yes you set, your social life was just like who's gonna watch where you know yeah but you knew what you were doing already yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah i i i liked doug a lot i loved ren and stimpy i loved pete pete yes live action shows yes, on nickelodeon we've done pete and pete for the show we, we'll we'll do kids shows that aren't cartoons yeah um, we'll do literally anything but yeah like alex mack are you afraid of the dark the nick oh, like alex live action mack. stuff was incredible it was the best that it was, was like, the best such a great and she's a, she's an amazing person up. as what well what do you mean who the, Al, the actor that plays alex mack oh yeah no she's great I forget, what is her name what is her name i, I wanted remember. to be alex mack she was yeah the yeah yeah she's awesome um yeah, I, I just want to step back because I, I started to say it earlier and then got sidetracked. But, like, normally for the show, I like to plug everything that an actor or, like, the creators have been in to kind of let people follow their careers. And I did for Billy West, you might have noticed, um, talking about Doug, talking about Futurama. I didn't say shit about John Kay. That was an intentional <laughs> choice. No. <Nope. laughs> you said period, end of discussion. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah exactly moving on right <laughs> yeah uh, now and there hasn't been a whole lot of news about it as of late but in 2020 comedy central announced that they're doing a ren and stimpy reboot oh really no john k they didn't say who the director was going to be but billy west is back in oh okay ren and stimpy well um, it's going to be a story. part of a block that they're doing that i'm actually super excited about 
because Mike Judge is doing another Beavis and Butthead run. Really? And they're doing the Daria spinoff. Yeah. Uh, I do know about Josie? the Daria spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. Those all sound so exciting. I just, I know. There, you know, there are certain certain things that, you know, you can, can kind of get reboot fatigue about. But when it comes yeah. to these cartoons, I can't get enough. Keep them coming, you know? And I, and I like what they're doing. Like, like Daria, they're doing, it's back in the same time, but they're following a different character. And you know so, what? So, like, you're in the Daria universe, but, like, they're not going to be the main characters anymore. Now this character that you used to like is going to be the main character. I'm so curious to see what they do with that. And, like, Daria, Beavis and Butthead, and Ren and Stimpy were all big shows for me. Yeah, for sure. Same here. So. Yeah, hearing you say Daria Universe, you're right. It is, it's, um, these shows did have so much more creative, you know, touch to them. You, yeah. you followed the characters, you were invested. There were things that carried over into yeah. multiple episode arcs, which wasn't, normal for a cartoon weren't normally right. wrapped up and neatly you know in a 30 yeah. not even 30 minutes they're usually like three seven minute vignettes most yeah. of the time yeah um so for them for these other ones to be so you know episodic <laughs> yeah. and for them to have enough depth to have a universe and to have spin-offs is like very cool yeah that um yeah and i'll kind of this, validate man, those childhood 20, feelings 20 30 years later I still think Daria is the best depiction of high school I've seen. For sure. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm not, I'm fine with more of that existing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all very relatable to what it was, what it felt like at the time. Yeah. yeah. And like the songs might be different, but the feelings were like nailed in that show. I. Oh yeah. Daria, Speaking I, of, we're gonna do Daria as an After Dark. <laughs> I, I love Daria. Another great one. Yeah, we got After do. Dark. Is that a different show? We, yeah, After Dark is like our sub podcast where we watch adult cartoons instead of kids' cartoons. Oh, fun! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, cool, uh, I like that. But yeah. real quick, speaking of music, it's in, I know it's audio, but I'm wearing a T-shirt and it's it looks like a mock band T-shirt and it says "The Beats Killer Tofu." Oh, Tour nice. <laughs> we have um, I I I'll have to get a picture of them, but there's an artist that does a lot of the same shows we do, and he does like pennant flags that mm. are fake. Tours. We have a Killer Tofu tour. Yeah, ninety six. Um, we have a yep. Electric Mayhem tour. It's ninety six. Yeah, we have an Electric Mayhem tour. We have a Jesse and the uh, the Rippers. The Rippers. Awesome. Yeah, Those yeah. He does fun. like fake band tour posters. I love it. They're really all great. all about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we have the the beats on vinyl too. I think we do. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh wee ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Yes. But man, I, I'm glad we did this. I've wanted to watch Ren and Stimpy for a while. I was concerned how I would react to it now, now knowing what I know about the creator. But it didn't, it didn't hurt the show as much as I thought it would. I still laughed a lot at the beginning. Oh, like I laughed I said, a lot as well. It was very formative. I mean, like, like I just again the way that goldfish broke out a cigarette, <laughs> lit up, and then took the car is one oh, of the I, funniest things I've seen in a minute. I also loved Ren's, like, snap about that later when he was talking back to Mr. Liquor. He was like, yeah. oh, I would take the car, but the goldfish already took it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good burn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I, I just can't believe that he had an owner. That's really what's, um, yeah. <laughs> what's sinking in the most to me. I literally never thought of them needing one before <laughs> i thought they were fine on their own i thought they just lived together yeah yeah 
and that that actually reminds me i do want to circle back i'd mentioned the um the howard stern interview he was on howard stern picking on billy west but he was on howard stern to promote the show that he was trying to make in 1995 which was george licker the the owner of uh, ren and stimpy when he was on there he had puppets a george licker puppet and a puppet of his wife Oh, I don't, I don't know if it was the wife. This sounds it was dark a, already. Oh, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> I don't know. So he had a puppet of like the girl character from the show. And Stern said, I like the girl. She's got big cans. And then John Kay says, and again, I remind you, this is 1995. John Kay says, and she's underaged. Oh, wow. It is so fucking crazy rough. to think about because, you know, I remember growing up hearing about how things were for, like, our parents and thinking, that's crazy. Things are so much better now. <laughs> and yeah. And for the time to have passed and to look back as an adult now, I still can't even, even referring to yourself as an adult, as an adult is hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But, no. yeah, looking back now, it's... uh you know, it's crazy. The things that we just, you know, like that, you know, that for me, maybe, maybe the provocativeness is what was so intoxicating and infatuating Mm -hmm. about it. But yeah, um, I can't believe that it just got put in front of us. And everyone was like, Oh, it's cartoons. Great. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. Watch TV. Um, No, I, I definitely think there's something to that. I definitely I definitely felt more mature watching Ren and Stimpy than I did watching anything else. Yeah, I feel like and I wasn't I supposed was to be watching it. it. Yeah. Right? You got that feeling yeah. like, right. like, I'm watching something I'm not supposed to have access to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was and definitely that quality. To yeah, that's a good Stimpy. point, too, because, like, I was allowed to watch Nickelodeon, and I watched Ren and Stimpy. When I put South Park on, my parent, my mom yelled at me and said, you're never to watch that again. <laughs> but I feel like Ren and Stimpy was the worst of the two. Like, yeah. It's, like yeah. I was, and I was allowed to watch that. Yeah, the subtle, more subtle, darker. Yeah, yeah. Well, not Cartman screaming obscenities at you, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, you but, know, so clearly, yeah, yeah, just weird, kind of sinister is is how I would describe how it how it kind of felt watching that uh that one just now. Yeah. yeah, and can you imagine a cartoon now having a goldfish light up a cigarette and smoke it? No. <laughs> no, I was thinking that just the cigarette in general was right? yeah. weird that it was in yeah. a cartoon so casually. Yeah, people uh, made a stink when the Stranger Things had a lot of smoking, and like, dude, it's the eighties. That's right. all people did in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> but like, it's still weird to see cigarettes on screen now. So. Yeah, yeah especially like, a cartoon for a kids one. show. Oh my god. Yeah, in animals. I mean, mind. other than Joe Camel, I can't really think of many other animals that smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, this was wild. Yeah, I'm glad we did this. Yeah, Thanks me too. For, <laughs> Thanks for coming on and hanging out with us. Yeah, yeah, of course, this was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, uh, sorry that it ended up being kind of a weird episode. I, no, it's so we, good. I, you know, when you think of this show, I was, I don't know, I thought it would, uh, I don't know, uh, be something that had more of the two of them talking. I think you had said, like, they didn't even say anything for that, a lot that, of the episodes. That had surprised me. That was my choice. I always like to try and watch the beginning like the origins of no, like yeah. where a show came from. And that's why I picked this. Cause this was like the thing they made that went before to kind of introduce everyone to Ren and Stimpy. But yeah, it wasn't, it was definitely a weird Ren and Stimpy episode. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe anybody thought this as a standalone is like a good representation of something you want to sell to, <laughs> to put on TV. 
But, <laughs> but that's what they did, and it was like the biggest show ever. That's so crazy. Just wild. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so strange. Like, I can't imagine seeing this and green lighting it, being like, yep, it looks great. Give me more of that, you know? And I'd be like, I have many questions. And <laughs> it speaks to. Yeah. I'd love to show it to, <laughs> to yeah, elementary school kids. Yeah. yeah. It speaks to the just brass nuts that the guys at, uh, and, and then girls. I think it was a woman that was actually running Nickelodeon. At yeah. Yeah. It was, a, um, it was a woman. Yeah. I gotta give yeah. credit there. But like, just the brass nuts that those people had to be doing this yeah you know because they were they took they took gambles they really did back then yeah i mean this is definitely putting their neck out because <laughs> it, it it's a wild you show. know could have been received many ways yeah yeah and this is the question that we ask all of our guests that we have on if you saw this as your the pilot if you are working as as a producer and you saw this episode as the pilot episode would you buy this i would say this is the wrong network yeah and me i would say this is a terrible show no i would not have bought this and i'm the one who picked it (laughs) so yeah it's crazy to see what it what a change of heart um you know yeah yeah it's it's definitely a weird one but i'm totally here for it yeah I probably would have bought it. I love Billy West. If you would have said Billy West is in it, I probably would have bought it. Yeah. See, I think that the goldfish thing was definitely funny, but yes. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of, like you said, if, if I had to see this and buy it for the first time. Oh, yeah. Without knowing all of the other songs and voices and, like, you know, bits and everything of the two of them, I would think that the, the yelling and, you know, <laughs> the, like, um... I don't know, just like demeaning nature and stuff yeah. is um comes through like way too strong and uh I don't know, it, it this one to me wasn't like funny enough, you know. Yeah. Just just the one moment wasn't like enough to, to Right. Save it. Right. And the rest like I said, it stressed me out. Yeah, no, it, I literally like felt was, anxiety. I wasn't joking yeah. when I said I felt like no, like no, I, no, I, 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 I definitely I, felt I, that. I do remember the show like it was funnier at times, but it also had that feeling though. Like, I remember feeling anxiety, like, watching it as a kid, even, so. Yeah, I mean, I do know what you're talking about, and the music is definitely, Uh, like, trying to invoke more of that anxiety, I feel like. Um, Yeah. It's definitely very intense, but I don't know. I just, yeah, I definitely remember more of, like, the cartoons and the songs and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. and I don't think I would have signed up for it, uh, you know, based on this representation. I definitely don't blame you. No, I, I, I don't blame you either. But you're right. It's hard to hear Fry, Fry's voice and say no, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I- exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on, talking to us about this. Um, this is the this is the part of the show where Lee plugs what we got going on. Um, um and we do have something going on yeah. today, uh, September 25th, and tomorrow, September 26th, we will be. At RetroCon in Oaks, Pennsylvania, a uh, huge nostalgia, 80s and 90s toy show and lots of arts and crafts, lots of cool stuff, lots of guests. Uh, RetroCon is amazing. Um, hopefully today when I'm walking around, I'll see some Ren and Stimpy costumes and maybe some Ren and Stimpy toys. Uh, but yeah, it's an awesome show. If you're out in Pennsylvania or just looking to take a little road trip for the weekend, come on out and definitely stop by and see us, Ape Fusion. If you mention the podcast, we may or may not have something special for you. You forget one time. Uh, okay, okay. But anyway, yeah, definitely stop by and say hi. Um, and 
talk to, talk to us about nostalgia about your favorite cartoons about the podcast if you want to be a guest we'd love to have you so definitely if you're out in oaks pennsylvania this weekend stop on by retrocon retrocon is awesome we have mentioned it on this podcast so many times just because we love the show and i'm so excited to be be there this weekend um we don't have too much else other than that uh, just keep checking our facebook instagram website uh the saturday morning showdown uh facebook group for more information we will have some hopefully have some shows uh for the holidays coming up but other than that nothing too much going on right now um we do have some items in the south street art mart at south street in philly um if you stop by south street say hello to my two friends nicole and nicole um there's a lot of awesome arts in that store as well so definitely check that out um if you can't get the philly go to southstreetartmart.com and definitely check out all the awesome stuff on that site um other than that just keep on rating just keep on uh supporting your small businesses your restaurants and everything uh while some people think this pandemic is over it is not so just keep on supporting each other um and hopefully we'll see you soon right uh remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts join our facebook discussion group where we can talk about the shows that we grew up and love with and well that was awkward and um (laughs) yeah we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks peace bye bye you're listening to the geekscape network